Hey everyone, welcome to the 4 in February bonus episode uh, by Go Play That. Uh, my name is Rob Cook, I'm joined by Tom Wolford. Hello. And Bob Morate again. A bad man. <laughs> and today we're going to be going through Tom's experience with the 4AF challenge. Uh, just to briefly recap on what that is. At uh, the start of the month, uh, we recorded a, what was it, a 90 minute podcast. Um setting up the challenge whereby each of us would try and finish four games from our backlog within the month of February. Um, we recommend you go back and listen to to that episode. Um, and and here we go. We're gonna we're gonna talk to Tom about his experience. So how was it, Tom? It was lovely. <laughs> it was lovely because I've got such wonderful friends in the Go Play That crew. Uh, you actually picked me some some really short games. <laughs> you didn't give us much of a choice, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Your list was very much curated for that purpose. No, the the bad thing was that I knew going into February that I would be about eight days or nine days short because oh, I was away. Yes. At, yeah, yeah, I was away at the beginning of February, and I had uh, social commitments at the end of February, which meant that I wouldn't have the same sort of time to get stuff done. Yeah. Uh, so my four games, the four that were chosen, were The Novelist, uh, Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons, The Swapper, and Hitman Blood Money. <laughs> Rob's uh, already chuckling on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, Blood Money itself was a saga. But uh, I have to say that The Novelist, uh, I mean, I finished The Novelist on the very first day of the 4AF challenge. Yeah. 1st of February, I already had that game done. Brothers A Tale of Two Sons took me most of an afternoon. The Swapper was, again, a good five, six hours. I think I played that over two days. Mm. And then I had Blood Money. <laughs> <laughs> How was that, Tom? How was Blood Money? Blood Money is an amazing game. It's just that I am not very intelligent. So basically, I started with a normal game uh, difficulty. Yeah. I didn't want to make it too easy by going sort of the baby assassin mode. I, I just played it on normal. Yeah, and that gives you... Does that give you limited saves or unlimited saves? I can't remember. It gives you limited saves, and herein lies the problem. <laughs> when it said there are seven saves, I thought that meant for the entire game. Oh, oh dear. I Thomas. didn't think it was every level. <laughs> <laughs> So I played through the first six missions of Hitman without saving. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I love this. This is this is great. This is great news. So basically, uh, I think the worst moment of that entire thing was level five, which is the New Orleans Mardi Gras party where you have to kill three assassins yep. before they kill a, a senator or a presidential candidate. Mm -hmm. And, oh my god, I cannot tell you how many times I restarted that level. Because something... I, I always got two assassins down. And the third... Something would always go wrong. Yeah. On the third, which meant like a 25 or 30 minute restart. So... Whenever that happens to me on any Hitman game, I just go all, fuck it, and shoot everyone in sight. So... Yeah, the problem is in that Mardi Gras level, there are literally, I think, like 150 people in that level. <laughs> There Let's are kill all of them. No, there are too, too many cops, and I'm not sure if the, in that game the cops respawn. Oh. I don't know. They just keep. Uh, they seem to keep coming. So anyway, so finally, yeah. then I worked out that actually, 
it is because I actually buckled and I was looking for cheats. <laughs> I was looking for like an invincibility cheat or something, just like, just let me through this level. That's so 90s. Yeah, well, it turns out they don't exist. There are cheats for every other Hitman game except Blood Money. <laughs> they knew you were coming. Yeah, even there's supposedly a cheat that gives you infinite saves because the uh, you're supposed to press the start button before it says save complete. Yeah. But I don't know whether, whether they patched that out for the PS3 anniversary version because it didn't work. But because did. of that, I finally, re- I finally realized that the seven saves were per level. Uh, do you think you well? It sounded like you were frustrated with the game in general, but do you think that well that obviously contributed to it? But like, it sounds like you've maybe calmed down on your hatred of it, or are you just <laughs> are you masking it kind of? No, no, no. The the game everything fell into place as soon as I realized that I could actually save during levels. Everything fell into place. Right. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's a game that I'd like to play over and over again. <laughs> Um, but I really do admire a lot of the level design, the amount of different ways that you can go into a level. Mm. Uh, you know, you've got all the different disguises. You could, you've got Bob's method of just murdering everybody inside. <laughs> yeah, you can That's not sleep. really my method, though. <laughs> whenever I go apeshit, like, oh my god, I hate this game, I just want to finish this, then I murder everyone. Yeah, oh. my, my method would be try very hard to do it but if you're so close to the ending and you don't want to restart to do it perfectly I would just you can even switch to a first person view and just nail everyone oh you see (laughs) I didn't even know that I didn't even know you could switch but I mean like we say everything about everything about Hitman was a saga I mean even getting a copy of the game because (laughs) of course I own the game on Steam that's why I put it in my list but then I remembered that it doesn't have the requisite controller support as we discovered uh, a few months ago at one of the GARs that we played yeah um, so then you, Rob, were supposed to be lending me the Xbox 360. Yeah, that was part of the reason why it went on your list, because I said, I have, I'll have, i have a copy in a 360, I'll give it to you. Exactly. So, well, my 360 was a bit, you know, up shit creek, but you, you offered to give me the, the game and even a 360, only to discover that you couldn't find your <laughs> Xbox 360 <laughs> copy, which means that I ordered a copy of Hitman from Amazon, for I think seven euros, including shipping, you know, it was a bargain. So I ordered myself a copy, yeah. only to receive an email to say that uh, it would not be delivered to my house until the twenty fifth of February. <laughs> this is this just sounds like the plot of a Marx Brothers movie. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was just like I, I I got the email saying that it wouldn't be delivered. So I mean that was delivered. That would be delivered in the middle of my social commitments, which wouldn't allow me to to play the game. Mm. So finally, Rob, you had to finish one of your games and give me your PlayStation and your PlayStation copy. Yeah, like <laughs> I remembered that I had the HD collection, but because I was playing Shadow of the Colossus on my PS3, that that console wasn't freed up until what twenty twenty first or something. Yeah, like it was that. the penultimate yeah. weekend of the challenge. So yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, that Sunday after you'd given me the PlayStation, I spent eleven hours. You still made it on time, man. That's like, hats off to you. I mean, you nailed it. Well, I wasn't going to unless I discovered my problem with the saves. That's the problem. So after all this sort of jumping through hoops to get a copy of this game, I finally just found out it was a game that made me want to swear off video games forever. (laughs) Until I finally, everything fell into place and I managed to finish the final five missions on Monday afternoon, basically. Yeah, now that you'd found out 
about the saving, yeah. Exactly. So I could experiment more. I didn't have to restart a level every time, and it was just sort of like, and I, plus I stopped caring about the rating on the, on the finish as well. <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't ever silent get that assassin. bad. Yeah, no, I got a couple of silence. I got a couple of uh, professionals, contract killer, whatever. Uh, I don't think I got any of the lower results because I generally tried to murder only those who it was necessary to murder. Mm. But yeah, so that was my experience, basically. The other three games I finished within a week, and then the rest of it was jumping through hoops to try to finish Hitman. Yeah, looking back, which was your favorite then? Without a doubt, I'm going to say The Swapper. Hmm. And that was, your own, that was your own choice for your list, actually? Yeah, not really, through, not really through preference. The idea was that I already owned it on two platforms and still hadn't played it. Hmm. Like, I hmm. had it on Steam, and then it was given away as part of one of the PlayStation Plus uh, offers. Yeah. So I had it on both the PlayStation 4 and the PC, and I had never even touched the game. So I, I went for it. And I have to say, it was just magnificent. The whole atmosphere of that game for me was, was wonderful. It was sort of Dead Space crossed with The Fall, crossed with something like Event Horizon, crossed with maybe even the, the movie The Prestige. You know, it was all of these sort of sci-fi, dark, weird things crossed into one and it was just a, a wonderful game um yeah i definitely want to ask you uh, what your impressions of brothers a tale of two sons were because I... it did i i did actually find um that game to be very unique and i want to know if i am mad or if you actually found them as well i didn't like it oh <laughs> yeah i didn't How like so? it uh, the control scheme was really alien, and I'm sure, like, full props for trying something different. But even after, even after I'd completed the whole game, I still was not accustomed to that control scheme. Yeah, I was still running people around in the wrong directions and all of that kind of thing. You know, like if if my right hand stick character was on the left and my left hand stick character was on the right, I had all sorts of problems controlling them. Mm -hmm. uh, the story wasn't great um, I don't want to spoil anything but the final boss was just really rubbish it was a really unconvincing resolution yeah we can't end. really talk about that without spoiling the whole game so exactly but it was uh, pretty much... definitely we'll talk later about that but oh uh, yeah it, it was good atmosphere the graphics were very nice it was very visual I just it just left me very cold mm. mm -hmm. I mean that's strange because I think we we wanted to put that in your list because we felt that it was something you would enjoy based yeah. on based on your personal tastes because um, it it does tell a story without you know without heavy cutscenes dialogue and so on it's quite interesting how it manages to put across a, a story and a narrative uh, just without with, a word yeah exactly. There's, there's definitely a lot going on in the background. There's a lot to think about. There's a lot of nice little touches. Like very early on, uh, there's a villager with a cat. And if you play with the cat with either of your two characters, the cat has different reactions to both of you, which is really nice. You know, it's a really subtle little hint. The problem was that this sort of, uh, the way they've done the dialogue, which is, I don't know if it is actually like Swedish or, or Icelandic or even an invented language, my, my languages are not so good, mm. but it, it gets, it just got a little bit interest, uh, sorry, a little bit uh, uninteresting for me there. Mm -hmm. 
because it was sort of they were wittering away in this sort of half-formed words, and I was like, okay, I don't understand anything. There's no subtitles, and the voices are not particularly nice to listen to. So knowing what you know about the game and having the impressions you've had about the game, uh, would you recommend it to someone else that might like it? <laughs> yeah, it's a really difficult one because there's so much to actually like in there. Um, as I say, some of the some of the background, some of the environments you pass through. I'm thinking especially about the Land of Giants section mm. are really cool. Yeah. Um, it's just the problem is that I thought the gameplay was weak uh, because of this really screwy control system. Mm-hmm. And and the the story just left me a little bit cold. So I guess if it's worth a look, definitely. But I'm not gonna heartily recommend it. That's for sure. Okay, makes sense. Yes. Yep. Sounds like the, a fair deal. Yep. The novelist, on the other hand, is is well worth a look. It it, it fell short of being my favorite because of the magnificence of the swapper. But uh, the novelist is exactly what you wanted to give me with Brothers of. Tale of Two Sons. It's uh, it's a very heavily story-based game, but you have the choice of how much of that story to to discover or interpret. And I enjoyed it a lot. Nice. Yeah. So, what was your highlight then uh, during your whole experience? What would you say that it was the moment that says, "Okay, so this is definitely going to be my four in February general highlight." Definitely, definitely just playing through the swapper. I mean, uh, all of it, except for one part, which was a puzzle that had me stuck for almost an hour. Oh, boy, an hour. My brains were leaking out of my nose. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I am rubbish at puzzle games, that is true, but this one was really tough. The rest of the game, it flowed very nicely. It never felt overly difficult. It was more of a, what you would call a brain teaser. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and again, the the soundtrack, the lighting, the even the the animation in that game were really really cool, and I enjoyed it a lot, definitely. Nice one. Okay. Yeah. So c- considering that I'm an idiot and that you have seen me play, for example, Kaido or <laughs> yeah or something like that, do you think that I stand a chance against the Swapper? I think should I everyone play should play the Swapper. Yeah, I think okay. everybody should have a look at it, and even if it, I mean, it's. It's so nicely done that a lot of the times you don't even feel that it's being difficult. You just feel like you're being... It's your fault. Dense, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. That I mean, like it's, it's one of these games, something I noticed on the PlayStation was it has 10 trophies, and every trophy is missable. Hmm. Oh. Yep, there's not a single trophy for progressing through the game or, or doing something. But do you, you have, have to, any some sort of any sort of clue about what you have to do in order to get it? Or are, are nope, the, I finished the game. I finished the game and I didn't get a single trophy. They're all hidden. Then you don't know. Yep. Oh, yep. Cool. That's kind of cool because I, I like trophies like that. Because obviously, you, I don't need to be rewarded by completing levels. Like the reward is completing it itself. But it's it's a cool way of you know making people like making people want to poke around at it a bit more. I yeah, I mean, I, I played it through. I played it through very much in an obvious way. Like I just followed the story and followed the path that was right, ahead right. of me. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, even with the hidden places that I was supposed to have found, I didn't even see like a clue that they were there. There was nothing obviously sticking out. Like, aha, uh-huh, an alternate path. Hmm. 
So it's really sort of obtuse, but uh, I think that you, if you play it, you'll get sucked into the atmosphere very quickly, hmm. which is no pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> very good. <laughs> I think we could leave it there, really. I think so, yeah. <laughs> on that yeah, it looks like it. I've got, I need to get this taste out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. All right. Bye. B- bye. Bye. <laughs>